Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. The batter fans are back. Yes, we the are. Batter Jets fans, that is. Right. How you doing, Manny? I'm doing amazing. I can't believe that you wanted to record on a Friday, and something told me if he's reaching out to record on a Friday, it must be spicy. <laughs> well, it is February 17th. Yep. And news came out today that Derek Carr is officially going to visit with the Jets tomorrow on Saturday. And that has a lot of people up in arms. Some people are excited. They don't want him to leave the facility without being signed. Other people are praying that the Jets don't sign him because they're hanging on to Aaron Rodgers and hope of signing Aaron Rodgers. I think he's in his cave right now as we speak, actually. He is. He is definitely yeah. in his cave. So I don't know how that's going to go, what he's going to do when he finally gets out of that back cave. But I, I'd really rather not take that gamble on Aaron Rodgers. We spoke about that a, we did. a while back already. If you didn't catch but, that episode, definitely go listen to it. We dropped a lot of sure. good nuggets during that, during that episode. So the reason I really wanted to get on is because I'm hearing a lot of silly narratives about Derek Carr. Let's talk about and it. And we have to talk about it. Like, we have to kind of debunk all these narratives yeah. because people are talking, and I think it's, like, lazy. You hear a stat, and you kind of run with it. You don't really look into it. Context is important, but yeah. there's no context behind these stats. And, and I People think are so obsessed with Aaron Rodgers that they just want to shit on Derek Carr for no reason. And, and I think that in this day and age, that happens with almost any topic. Like, you read a headline or you hear ESPN say something and you won't do your homework. Like, you won't go and see it for yourself. You won't go and see if certain player passes the eye test. And I think that because Aaron Rodgers is obviously a tier A quarterback, people are going to be like, fuck it, all in on Aaron Rodgers, not knowing that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers could be traded somewhere else, and then you're left with Tyler Huntley at quarterback. But nonetheless, we're going to get into this today. Right, and before we get into it, because I didn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers today, but yeah. I, I will just say this. Touch on it. Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. Yeah. We don't know how he's going to feel when he gets out of his back cave. But let's say he decides to come to the Jets. Yeah. And let's say hypothetically, right? This is maybe a stupid hypothetical, but he's right. 39. Let's say he gets injured week three, week four. Are you really sure that he's going to come back and want to play if it's like a, a serious injury? Do you think he's going to want to come back that following year? He might retire on you. On the other hand, Derek Carr gets injured week three, week four. You know you still got him for another four or five years. Mm -hmm. Like, he's coming back. He's a long-term solution. With yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you're rolling the dice big time. And again, let me preface this by saying – if I could choose, and I know 100% Aaron Rodgers is going to go and choose the Jets, We're picking Aaron I'm Rodgers. all in. Yes. But because it's a gamble, because you have to wait for him and hope that Derek Carr doesn't sign with somebody else in the meantime, I'm not willing to take that gamble because Derek Carr would be a great option. I agree. So with that being said, let's get into this. Yeah. So the very first thing I want to get into is a lot of people get on Derek Carr because of his record with the Raiders. Yep. He's been with the Raiders for nine years. His record, mm -hmm. 63 wins, 79 losses. Yeah. I get that. 16 games under 500. Not the best, but let me throw some stats out there for you. In those nine years that he was with the Raiders, if I were to tell you, or let me see if maybe you can take a guess at it. Mm -hmm. 
in those nine years, where do you think out of 32 teams that they ranked defensively in that nine-year span? In that nine-year span? Uh, listen, we're both AFC uh, – we're both fans of AFC teams. Uh-huh. We've seen we've seen enough of the Raiders to know this probably is going to be somewhere in the bottom five to bottom seven of the NFL when it comes to the Oakland Raiders defense. In that nine-year span, they are last in the league as far as defense goes. So he had no defense. Yeah, you would figure that would go a long way in having a better record. Don't yes or be, no? Don't, and you can't even go – yeah, and granted, defense is huge. Like, we've seen really good quarterbacks carry their team with just an all-right defense. But we're not talking about just an all-right defense. We're talking about dead last in the NFL defense. And to be clear, I'm not saying they were dead last every year in those nine no, years. I'm saying average. when in average, right. when you average out, there might have been a year where they were top 10. I don't know. I didn't look in every year specifically. No. Average, they ended up being 32nd. Now, on the flip side in the offense, where did they rank throughout those nine years as far as running game goes? I'm going to say a running game. If we're just sticking with running game? Just running game. I'm going to say middle of the pack, somewhere between 15 and 25. Close, 26th. Mm, that's your boy, Bill Fernandez, baby. So, 26th. You got you can't tell me. Oh, that Derek Carr. That's how pissed off. That's how pissed off the camera is right now that we're even discussing the fact of not trying to sign Derek how, Carr. That's how poor of a defense and running game Derek Carr had around him. Yeah. That's a recipe. The recipe for success is usually a good defense with a decent running game right. and a good quarterback. Right. They had the good quarterback, they just didn't have the good defense or the running game. Yeah, But that's fine. He should have won more games. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But to be clear, I just want to throw out there, Matthew Stafford, before he went to the Rams, also 16 games on the 500. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that nugget can, out there. But can you throw that other nugget out there? Like most of his career outside of 2014, go back and look at his stats. Outside of 2014, where he finished with a 76.6 rating, outside of that year, he is plus 86 was his lowest. You had 86, 94, 101, 193, 86, 96. The guy can ball. I he get it. Ball. You you want to go all in on Aaron Rodgers. I get it. But that's still a gamble. Aaron Rodgers can say, you know what? I want to go play for Sean Payton. Aaron Rodgers can say, you know what? If the Dolphins come a-calling and they're willing to get me down there, I'll go over there to the Dolphins. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Just Again, we're talking about hypotheticals here. I think he might end up on the Raiders, if anything. Right. You even have that uh, um, availability of him hooking back up with Devontae Adams. That mm-hmm. could potentially be more attractive to him. They come to a brand new state where he knows nobody. Oh, I'm sorry. He'll know Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, that, that, that's better than going have... to Devontae Adams. Well, and the other thing is that the fact that he's going to be following the same exact footsteps of Brett Favre worries me a little bit because I think right. he and might think about that, that a bit. I brought that up to you. Right. He might think about that a little bit. But, again – we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about what a good option Derek Carr is. For those people right. that are swayed by the, the, the lazy narratives, we're trying yeah. to sway people and back to the Derek Carr ship because this is a good option. So yeah. let's go. The next narrative. He's Story. only won one playoff game. Okay. Okay. I get it's it. Fair. It's fair. One playoff game. With but... a, sh- a shitty defense, shitty running game. Almost no wide, re- almost no wide receiver help. Outside of Devontae Adams, Danny, correct me if I'm wrong. While you were going through the history of Derek Carr, did you see any top flight wide receivers that he had as options? No, I did not. 
off the top of my head right now, I'm thinking I cannot think of any. Can you think of any Raiders top flight? Option? I mean, this year with Devontae Adams, I suppose. Right, right, right. Outside of that, what did he have? He had a broken down uh, Jordy Nelson at one point. He had Hunter Renfro. People, you can, you can say all you want, but the guy was putting up stats with duds on his team. Well, you know what other quarterback did not have any wins on his first stop? And then he ended up going all the way on the second stop? Ooh, Somebody who, by who, the name of who? Drew Brees. Oh. That Drew guy was Brees pretty... didn't win any playoff games that guy in was... his first five years with the Chargers. That guy was a terrible quarterback for the Chargers. Terrible. There you go. So second stop, things are completely different. Right. So that brings me to my next point. A lot of people are saying, oh, but, you know, these quarterbacks that don't succeed in their first stop – they never do anything productive in their second stop. Never, Danny? So, again, I've brought up these two quarterbacks already. Let me bring them up again. Do it. Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Oh, oh look at that. This look. camera is so pissed off today at the fact is, that we got to talk Derek Corrigan and try to convince you. I, this is not – the camera is not working with me today. No. So, Matthew Stafford. He had – I have the numbers for you. In his first 12 years with the Detroit Lions, he averaged – 3,759 yards a year. Mm-hmm. He was balling. He was. He didn't, didn't win any playoff games. He had, a, he had a gentleman by the name of Megatron. That is more than you can say about Derek Carr. Just throwing that out there. And what happened when he made his second stop? His first year at the second stop. I think he won the Super Bowl. I think he won the Super Bowl. I'm not sure, but he, he may have won the Super Bowl. Am I saying that Derek Carr is going to do that? No. No. Am I saying that somebody like Derek Carr could help a good defense and a good running yeah. game win the Super Bowl? I think so. I think so. The other name, Drew Brees, mm. San Diego Chargers, was mm. averaging 3,031 yards a year. Okay. And he Not had bad. people like, you know, um, Damian Thompson on that team. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he had yeah, LT as I think he had LT as a running back while he was out there on the Chargers. But, you know. Yeah, it was pretty good. Also didn't win any good. playoff games. Was he a didn't Hall of Famer? Let's make it sure. LT is a Hall of Famer, right? I believe so. I don't I think mean, Derek Carr has played with any Hall of Famers. But yeah, stop with the there. Jets. I think, I think I recognize the guy. Yeah, yeah. Again, only didn't win any playoff games. Went to the Saints. It was like four or five seasons later. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl champs. Yeah. Derek Carr is averaging almost 4,000 yards a, a, a season. 3,913 a season with the Raiders. Nine seasons. Bad defense. No running game. Yeah. And you know what? This could be his second stop. There's no there's no reason to think that because it's his second stop that he can't produce a Super Bowl winning season. And can we talk about something that I'm pretty sure the most knowledgeable football fans should at least agree to? Hmm. You guys had no quarterback worthy play this year. Outside of right. a few uh, outside of a few key moments with Mike White where he was looking crispy. But at the end of the at the end of the day, you're not going to say, "Oh, this guy is going to take me all the way to the Super Bowl." Talking about Derek Carr, and let's just talk about the New York Jets for a second. Yep, everyone would agree, you guys had a top flight defense for most of the season. Yes or no? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before before Mr. Hall went down with an injury, you would say you had a top flight running back room, right? I think we had the offensive rookie of the year and Brees Hall. Yes. Okay. Garrett Wilson ended up winning it. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Also and- on the Jets. I love the fact, by the way, because I, you know, I was writing Sauce Gardner's jock and Gary Wilson jocks almost the whole entire season. Yes, sir. I, I, the way you guys knocked it out of the park, and I'm getting off track, but the way that you guys knocked it out of the park with the Scott, I just had to give you your flowers there. The Jets did amazing drafting those two guys, but you had a top flight defense, top flight running backs. Garrett Wilson's a stud. 
all you're missing is a quarterback. So you could bring Derek Carr's stats where he had to basically carry the team by himself to that 67 and 79 record Danny was just talking about. And now you're putting him on a winning now football team. What is wrong with you people? And and let's add to the fact that, again, I didn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but if we get Aaron Rodgers, you have to give up draft capital in a trade. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you, are, get Derek, you guys are knocking out of the park with draft picks. Exactly. Don't if we get Derek Carr, in. we sign Derek Carr and we keep our draft picks. Yeah. So, yeah. so many other reasons as to why I look for Derek Carr. But sure. let's knock out this last narrative. Do it. My favorite of all of them. He is horrible in cold weather Ooh, games. That's a that, listen. As a Dolphin fan and having certain quarterbacks who can't win in the cold, I can allude to this one a little bit. That I can understand people's frustration with that cold weather nonsense. But again, okay. you're still playing on shitty teams. But go ahead. Let, let, let's start off with the fact that he is zero seven. Yes. Now, just in case people weren't aware, can you pause there for a second? The fact yeah. that you say that Derek Carr is zero seven. He's been in the league for nine seasons. I think Tua's already 0-5 in cold, 0-6 in cold weather games. Just wanted to throw well, that out there already. Well, well, well that was going to be one of my first points. Okay, first of all. Go, the fact go. that he's played in nine seasons and he's only played seven games under 37 degrees. He hasn't necessarily had the opportunity to get used to playing in cold weather games. For sure. If he were to go to New York, I think you would get more accustomed to playing in cold weather when you're practicing in cold weather and you're living in cold weather more often. And his college, I think he went to college in Fresno, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I, don't, I don't think it gets that crispy in Fresno. No, in Fresno and, in, and in Oakland, I think the lowest in December, the average temperature, I looked it up, it was like 45 is usually the, the, the low. So, again, he hasn't gotten accustomed to it. I don't think it's that big a deal. Yeah, but again, I don't think either. But it's 0-7 in nine years. Now, what I wanted to bring to everybody's attention, that in 2019, everybody was talking about how he couldn't win games in under 45 degree weather. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear about that anymore. Guess why? Because he won a game that was under 45 degree weather in Kansas City. So, so they, they had to the switch bar. it up. They're like, they oh, no, the no, 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 wait. But he hasn't won yet in 37 degree weather. So what's going <laughs> to happen is if he were to go to New York or wherever he goes and he yeah. wins the game in 34 degree weather, what's going to be? Oh, no, but he can't. he's 0-3 when it's 32 or under. Like, it's a silly narrative. It's not that big a deal. It's only been seven games in nine years. He hasn't had a chance to adjust to that weather. Yeah. And again, the narrative has changed because if you look back in 2019, it was 45 degree weather. I was mm-hmm. looking it up. Believe me, I was reading up all the articles that all the Raider yeah. nations were writing. 45 degree weather and everybody was celebrating because he finally won one. And then the 37 degree thing happened. You always move the goalposts for players. It is, it is, it is fucking silly. And it, when it's not 37, well, guess what? He hasn't won under 25. It's like... Every single time, you're going to figure out a way to move the goalposts for people. I remember the Buccaneers had never won a game in their franchise history under like 30 degrees. And then the NFC Championship in 2002 against Philadelphia, it was like 20 degrees. And then they mollywop Philadelphia to, mm-hmm. to shut down Veterans Stadium. For, for those completely, who were alive, you know, back in 2002. Completely off topic, but it just randomly came to my mind because those right. are silly narratives. Yeah. They, it doesn't happen until it happens. doesn't mean that it can't happen. Now, another thing that I wanted to bring up. Yep. They said, oh, he's never won in 37 or below uh, degree temperature. Guess how many games the Jets played this year that was 37 or below? I'm going to say one, maybe two. One. Week 14 against the Bills. Mm-hmm. So let's say hypothetically he does play like shit, and that's an L. That's 16 games in which he played over 37 degrees and then just one that was 34 degrees. Yeah. 
I'd take my chances with a quarterback that is that has a possibility of playing well 16 out of those 17 games. Call me crazy. You, and I don't think you're crazy. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, and thank you, loyal listeners and viewers of this podcast, because we see you. We see you guys dropping the comments. We see you, the views ticking up, and you're watching this content. So we appreciate you guys watching the content. When, when we bring up those topics, these aren't topics that me and Danny pulled out of our asses. These are topics that Twitter, Jets Twitter, is literally trying to use against the signing of Derek Carr. So me and Danny, you could say, and me obviously not being a Jets fan, but when, when I do this show, I got to take off that Jets hat. I don't want to see you hat. guys. I, I, yeah, that, that Dolphins hat. I don't want to see you guys sign Derek Carr. You're absolutely right. I don't want to see you guys get Aaron Rodgers. I want you to get Tyler Huntley. You know what? Fuck that. I want you to guys get David Carr out of retirement and come be your quarterback for the next five seasons. <laughs> it is well, ridiculous that, yes, the head you want the head cheerleader. You want mm-hmm. the freaking queen of the ball to be your quarterback. I for get sure. it. But guess 100%. what? If freaking the backup cheerleader is just as good, well, I don't want to say it's just as good as Aaron Rodgers, but they could get the job done and they could get the job done well. My guy, don't take the risk. Don't lose the draft capital. But Aaron, Rodge, Aaron Rodgers had an, a bad year, which is better than most Jets players in history anyway this past year. But we don't know if he's going to take another step down this, this coming year. Like, right. You don't know that for sure. There's too many Again, gambles. There's too many gambles. Right. So if Derek Carr is an option, you take it. And then the last thing I want to talk about this cold weather stuff. Yeah. Manny, I'm, I'm going to reference back to what I talked about earlier. Sure. What are the two things that are necessary when you're going to play a game in the elements? I think I think I discussed this. The fact that you need a top-flight defense or at least a really good defense and a solid running game. The New York Jets have both those things. And guess what the Raiders didn't have during the nine years that Derek Carr was their starting quarterback? Oh, is that a running game and a top-flight defense? 26th-ranked uh, rushing game and 32nd-ranked defense. I'm sorry. I don't know about but you guys, but that's a recipe for success. And I was looking up. I, I, I wanted to find the game log so bad for all seven of those games, and it's impossible to find them. But I will promise you that a lot of those were probably against the Chiefs, which are the current Chiefs. Right. And, I mean, I don't know how many. I, I wish I could find those. I know one of them was we against can bring the Raiders. If we can literally bring it up and drop it in the comment section of Twitter or YouTube just to say, hey, by the way, look, this, these are more stats to help our point here. But nonetheless, I, I get where you're going with this, Danny. Listen, at the end of the day, you know who I want for you guys, and we can talk about it next week? I know who you want. The guy that I wanted to stay as a Dolphin quarterback forever. Oof, Ryan Tannehill. No, no, no. We, we will touch on Ryan Tannehill next week. And uh, I was kind of hoping to have a, a guest on next week. Ryan Tannehill, but I, I, I loved him when he was on the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about Ryan Tannehill next week. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Battered Jets fans. Hopefully, I was able to sway you to, onto the Derek Carr bandwagon. Or at least have an actual conversation about it. At least don't yeah. do your homework. Go, don't base off the narratives of what other people are tweeting or some guy who doesn't really know Derek Carr. Go look at the eye test. Do, use the eyes. He passes the eye test with flying colors. He could be our Matthew Stafford. He That's could be your Matthew Stafford. I don't want it, right. but he could be. Thank you very much, Beard Fanatic, as usual, for joining me on this. Thank for you sure. guys for listening, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.